the Tea Health Show, medical lifestyle show. Welcome to the Tea Health Show. With me in studio, I have Dr. Mark, as per usual. Good morning, Mark, and good morning to our wonderful guests. Would you like to introduce them, Mark? So we have uh, Leonie Birch. Um, Leonie is a somatologist, and she works with us at the um, the Dr. Mark Clinic. And then I'm very pleased to introduce Miss Lee Tosali. And um, Lee is an international guest. She's also a a renowned somatologist um, and entrepreneur. And she's all the way from Bella Freak um, in Malawi. Wow, I love Malawi. It's one of my favorite, favorite places in, in Africa. It's just so gentle and beautiful. Absolutely. So, it's divine to have you. And Leonie, it's so good to see you back again. Good morning, Chris. You know, and Lee, I have to tell you, is my favorite, favorite. You have two therapist. Lees in the office. You have to be Leonie, Leonie, sorry, Leonie is my favorite, favorite. Um, Therapist. So. Amazing. Good to know, Chris. Okay, so Chris, today we're talking about skin rejuvenation, and I thought it good to bring Lee onto the show because you know what, Lee works predominantly on ethnic skin, and um, as she works all over Africa, Lee, you are in um, Blantai, Lilongwe, Brazzaville. Mm-hmm. Um, you've practiced extensively in Zimbabwe and Zambia as well. If I'm not mistaken Absolutely um, And you know what I, I also want to To point out That Leonie um, Leonie You have been working With us now For about six years um, yep. That we work together And uh, you've been A somatologist For many years um, And you also Have a lot of experience With skin off color Because you Have um, a skin type For yourself That's right Dr. Mark It's been Roughly about 14, 15 years And it's been a journey of growth Um, You learn new things as you go And you do find that it is an industry of trial and error It's never two skins are the same So I'm all about learning But it's great I mean, learning... It never stops, does it? Never, never, never stops. Which is fantastic. Mm. So, Leonie, let's let's jump in. And we say we're going to talk about skin rejuvenation today. Now, um, when we think of skin rejuvenation, what are the things that we actually look at? And who should do skin rejuvenation? Tapping on to who should do skin rejuvenation, it's anyone and everyone. You're never too young to start and you're never never too old to start. So you do preventative. Um, that's always my approach. Rather do prevention instead of later on you have to do fixing up. You have to do curing. But um, the industry is broad, so we can fix To a certain extent, obviously, and it's amazing to have Dr. Mark on my side where it's referral all the time. Lee, um, you know, but when we look at your field of expertise, which is um, skin of color, now, 
one of the things that we discuss quite often is the lack of use of sunscreen um, in patients uh, of color in our ethnic skins, our black, our dark Indian skins, um, and our Nubian skins, which is skin type 6. So that's of your very, very dark West African skins. Um, so talk to us about rejuvenation um, and the need for rejuvenation in, in, in your kind of patient. Yes, um, absolutely true. We have seen that uh, in uh, our practice, what we notice is the people of uh, color are very um, alien to uh, sunscreen. What they do, what we do, we feel like wearing sunscreen is not uh, something that we should do because our color is already dark. So we absorb more light and then it's fine. We don't burn, etc., etc. Sure. Without understanding that we have a problem in terms of, uh, you know, the environment, uh, everything has changed, our um, um, diet has changed. So we also have to adapt toward that. So we do a lot of, uh, we see a lot of uh, people of uh, color um, and uh, from obviously Asian uh, skin um, and black uh, uh, skin color uh, coming with a lot of burn and they are not aware of that so that is uh, a very um, uh, dramatic problem and we try to introduce them back to sunscreen so at a younger age uh, we say that you have to have sunscreen on you so you can avoid uh, the side effect of the sun so I mean f- f- I'm very light I'm, I'm what a two I think yeah you're a skin type two and and I mean I Hardly ever tan I go bright red I burn Rarely burn mm-hmm. And it goes away But I should imagine With darker skins You don't see that exactly. burn As much as much as possible So you're not seeing The damage that is being caused So when we when we look at skin So let's, let's just classify skin quickly When we look at skin the, the usual classification That we use Is the Fitzpatrick skin types mm-hmm. So if we look at them It's the Fitzpatrick 1 to 6 You're one is your Irish kind of of um, patients. These are mm-hmm. very fair skin, red hair, yeah. green eyes, yeah. uh, freckles. Um, then you would have they walk your under a lamp and they burnt exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, but these are people that play hide and seek for a living. Um, then you have your skin type twos, which are blonde, blue, blue eyed. Um, they can go Viking into baby, Viking. Viking kind of <laughs> skins, but you know what? They they burn, they go red, they peel, mm-hmm. um, and they don't hold a tan. If you look at a skin type 3, those can vary quite dramatically. Those are your people with darker hair, um, dark brown, dark brown, even up to black, but we look at the skin, the, the color of the eye. Usually these are people with, um, blue to dark eyes, brown eyes. Would that be you, Mark. That's me. I'm a skin type 3. Yeah. So, you know, but in the skin type 3s, you have two kinds you have a mediterranean kind of skin mm-hmm. and i'm mediterranean so you know what like italians greek lebanese etc etc mm-hmm. we go uh, that bisbon kind of brown but you look gorgeous in white um and you know what we very seldom burn if we use sunscreen mm-hmm. and we keep out our, our color for a long yeah. time mm-hmm. 
Then you have your skin types four. Now, so Leonie is a, a, a classical skin type four. I would say borderline three, four. The light so, eyes and. Mm. So mm. she's got light, she's got hazel eyes, but dark hair. Yeah, yeah. So Le- Leonie is um, colored. And yes. you know what? So in that category, you fall usually with your Asians, your mm. Asian skin types, the yellowest skin types. Mm. Um, and they are the most problematic skin types for us to treat. Lee, you agree on this, Absolutely. hey? Absolutely. Um, for the simple reason, these skin types pigment. Right. Any kind of heat, any kind of light, any kind of inflammation causes hyperpigmentation mm. in these patients. Then we have our African skin, and you know what? Um, this was a skin type five. This is your normal black patients, like we will have in South Africa. Mm. Mm. And then you have a Fitzpatrick skin type six. Which and is these that very, very, the very, very, very ebony, old ebony, Nubian skin, that mm-hmm. beautiful you, ebony color. Yeah. So you know what? These are very, very dark, um, and they are usually found in West Africa, um, East Africa, sometimes. Um, you know what? But that really, in the Ethiopia, tropical belt, it's, it's that Ethi- uh, the, that equator belt. Yeah. Across so the they they are skin type sixes. Mm. Um, so you know what? If you do not understand these skin types, it's very difficult to treat them. Um, but we're talking specifically rejuvenation. Leonie, you said mm-hmm. something that for me was was brilliant. It's that you're never too young to start. Yes. Um, but you're also never too old to start. Mm-hmm. It really depends on, you know, what how you want to change your lifestyle. So, Lee, um, Leonie is an expert on... Skin assessment And uh, you know what Today we're very lucky to have Devices that Scientifically look at skin So I was in Malawi Over the weekend where we were seeing Patients and it was very interesting that Lee did the assessments on these Patients with with the Specific device and Lee I would like to you to Just point out you know what What we found um, So dramatically in every single one of the skins that that mm. we tested, absolutely, the skin. Uh, most of our patients, our skin are dehydrated, completely oh, okay. dehydrated. So the skin is dull. The skin has no life. The skin has you know and big pores, and you have all these problems. And uh, you ask the patient, what has what is happening? Do you drink enough water? What is it you are doing? For your skin to have this kind of uh, dehydration because dehydration creates lack of elasticity. Mm. So you have all this problem and uh, the first things they will tell you, I don't drink water, my lifestyle, you know, I don't take any kind of, uh, you know, supplement, yeah. um, my eating habit is bad and I all eat, that. I drink very milky, <laughs> sweet tea. Things like that. So, so, yeah. Um, Leonie, you, both you and Lee work with this, with these devices, the skin, skin, um, analysis devices Uh, every day. In in our practice, and I think in most practices, aesthetic practices, um, you never ever start treating a skin without having done a proper analysis. Now, Chris, if you went to your beautician, Yes. Five, ten years ago, and you had the skin analysis done. What did they tell you? Oh, the T-bar. 
<laughs> you know, they, they, I, I, my first time I ever had my skin analyzed was, um, I think it was a clinique that brought out these booths at in um, uh, department stores, and you, they would counterfeits and great uh, <laughs> and and they they would analyze your mm. skin, you know, and then you'd you'd have the oily tea and the dry this and the that, and then they'd sell you five million rands worth of products in those days. That does one thing. That that does one, which made me break exactly. out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Lee, yes. Um, in, in all the patients that we saw, and this was in a quite a tropical country, um, everyone was dehydrated. So, Leonie, I want you to touch a bit, a little bit on this and just go through the difference between dehydrated skin and, uh, oily skin. Because there's a big difference. Mm. You can have oily skin, but your skin is still dehydrated. Yes, mm. that's right. Which is me. So mm. that's why our starting point would always be our hydration testing. Because once our hydration is established as low or non-existent, we have to hydrate in order for your skin to not be confused because that's exactly what happens when your skin is dehydrated you can't make that moisture right your skin needs we need to feed it we need to put that back and we as we are born with hyaluronic acid right that's why as babies we are plump we are firm we are beautiful right mm. and um, with age especially from the age of 25 onwards our hyaluronic acid levels gets depleted rapidly and um our skins are confused. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm dry. I'm feeling dry. What does it do in turn? It makes more oil. And the higher the oil, the more inflammation it gives. Right. What, look at it like I'm putting my face in a frying pan. Literally, you get your lights, your office lights, you get your computer lights, you get your sunlight, you get the light coming in while you're driving. So that literally with the high oil concentration in the skin burns the skin. It causes inflammation. So if your hydration is off everything else is off so you need to establish you need to fix that foundation in order to build on it once you have that rocky foundation dehydration high oil concentration and um, you can do whatever you want to the skin is still going to come back and show you flames literally well, flames so and these these lee if you agree with me because i see you've been shaking your head if you agree with leone mm -hmm. you know what it's dehydrated skin mm. that we perceive as sensitive skin. It's not because your skin is sensitive. It's because there's no moisture, there's no water in the skin um, that allows you to put anything onto the skin to take in the active ingredients or the soothing ingredients or the moisturizing ingredients. Absolutely. Um, so this, the communication in, in the skin is completely confused. Lee, you see that quite often. Um, patients with dark skin, black skin, um, come in and they complain about sensitivity. And it's not that. No, uh, as uh, the first, as Leonie said, the first um, thing that uh, the first objective is to restore dehydration. 
Uh, when a patient comes to our clinic, what we see, as we said, 95% of them, they have a problem with hydration. So we have, first of all, to restore the hydration before we try to do any other treatment. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Mm. Or you burn the skin more, or you make it more sensitive, and uh, the, resu- the result is hypopigmentations and other problems, inflammation, etc., etc., etc. So the main problem is to, uh, the main um, solution, the solution is to uh, hydrate the skin. And how do you do that? Number one, you have to protect your skin. Stop it from burning. Mm. Number two, you have to make sure that you use a proper um, sunscreen, which is protecting against, you know, the, the UV light, UV light, all those lights. And then after that, when you have restored that balance, then we can go to something which is a little bit more um, uh, we can consider as a restoration of your skin, rebalancing the skin, and uh, going to into more uh, active treatment, then we can go there. But before, it's so difficult to have good result if the hydration is not established. So I, I almost want to interject there and say it's impossible mm. to have a favorable outcome Absolutely. on any skin treatment if there's dehydration mm. and therefore in, mm. in in a responsible practice you would never start treating a skin if you haven't established what the hydration level of that skin right. is. Yeah, and okay. you know what? It sounds easy. Yeah. Oh, just drink more water. Mm. It's very... <laughs> you, you saw both, both <laughs> the therapists, <laughs> both the therapists mm. shook their heads. It's actually very difficult mm. to restore hydration in the skin. Um, the hydration can I can I just uh, sort of just extend this slightly? Mm. Hydration is goes beyond the skin a, a lot. I mean, surely all your organs and stuff mm. need to be hydrated, yes. hydrated as well. Mm-hmm. So yes. you know what, Chris? Yes, but your skin, which is a barrier, yeah, um, is permeable. Okay, we, you know what? We we one way permeable. No, oh, both ways. Oh. Um, the skin forms a barrier, but if that barrier function is compromised, you lose moisture through the skin. Right, right. And that's where the difficulty comes in. So we, we have a bilipid layer. So it's two different layers of fat, fatty uh, content, basically, that forms most of our cell membranes. Right. And if that is compromised... Water, which is water and oil, don't mix. Mm. It's as easy as that. I always refer to cooking when I and so did Leone when we talk about skin because oil. If mm. anyone that knows in the kitchen is, if you mix oil and water, you're either going to have something that blows up in your face or it's not going to mix. Mm. Well, the oil will rise generally to the top. Yeah. Right? But now take water and put it into a hot pan. With oil and see what happens. Oh God, yeah. Okay. Mm. So you know, it immediately that water explodes. Mm. It oh. splatters. Mm. So the moment that that bilipid layer of the skin is compromised, your layers that make up the epidermis is compromised, and we will have water that escapes through that. So it's very difficult to hold water in the skin. Right. Water is a very big molecule. Mm. Um, 
and it's it's difficult to hold on to it. And what we have that hold on that holds on to water, and as Leone said earlier, is hyaluronic acid. Mm. Hyaluronic acid is a small molecule, but it has the ability to trap water, and that is what we lose as we get older, through environmental pollutants, smoking, uh, sun exposure. Mm. It damages the hyaluronic acid. That's what we think as collagen degradation. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just going to jump in with a personal experience here because, you know, I'm Joe Public. <laughs> and for this year, for the for the first time in a long time, I'm using a moisturizer with hyalur- hyaluronic. hyaluronic acid <laughs> in, in it. And normally, over change of season, my skin is dull, it's flaky, it's itchy, and all of that. And this year, it hasn't happened. And I've been, I've now used it since our last program when we spoke about it, Mark. I went immediately onto it. And, um, it's changed completely for, for, for me because I, I was waiting for that, you, you know, the flaky skin and, and that itchiness and it just hasn't happened. So it's, it, it really is, has made a difference. You know what? Hyaluronic acid for us is the holy grail. Um, when it comes to hydration in our skins, um, yeah. and it's you know as I said, it's difficult to to fix a skin that's dehydrated mm. from outside. Yes, um, you have, and again, both uh, both our therapists are, are, are nodding their heads. So you guys expand on this. How do we fix this? All right, we obviously have to have an in-depth assessment with our clients and you need to speak about their daily lives for one, right? What's the intake? What's their diets like? Um, if I can touch on diets especially, um, if I do have a client that has high sugar intake, um, coffees, etc. What happens then? They come to you and say, oh, I'm starting to see lines and wrinkles, my skin feels dry, etc. So you look at what happens when you melt sugar in mm-hmm. a pan. Mm-hmm. You let it solidify, let it go hard, crack it with a spoon. What happens then? It splatters, it breaks. That's basically um, creating a picture of your collagen, elastin. So literally it's the term that we use is called glycation. Glycation then happens when sugar molecules forms around your collagen and elastin and causes it to break down. And um, lack of hyaluronic acid, lack of hydration in the skin, it all just forms part of havoc in the skin. So we need to establish with our clients from A to Z, we can't run into starting the alphabet at K and then lose all the other things that's been going wrong and we don't build that foundation. So our scanning, our consultation is very important. Then you look at availability of a client and of Let's face that everything Absolutely. is costly. So you can't. I can't give my client a program of a once a month session of three thousand rand when they actually can't manage three. I don't want the impulsive buyer into the clinic because it's a journey you go with the client. Mm-hmm. It's not a once a month and they skip two to three months of of session and then. Where did I go wrong? You have treatment failure. Yeah, where did I go wrong? So you listen to your clients. That is the the thing. I I probably, I think that us in the skincare industry, our ears should probably be as big as as each door.
withdraw in, in the practice because you've got to listen, you've got to absorb, mm. you've got to consume because I say to my clients, your skin becomes mine. And um, doing on your skin what I wouldn't do on my skin, sure. that's not what we are about. So assessing the skin, the client itself as well, um, and take it from there. So you start off with the assessment. You start looking at what the home care is like, what their lifestyle is like, and you take it from there. Perfect. Lee? Um, you know what? A lot of our African patients claim that, yes, but I'm outside the whole day. So how do I avoid the sun? Um, you know what? You have a response and I have a, a very, very strong response on that one. We'll skip mine. So <laughs> <laughs> it's rude to say it on, on radio. Chris will make me say it later. I will. So, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alice is going to be horrified again. Oh, so good morning, Ali. Hello, Alice. <laughs> so, um, Lee, what, yes. what do we do in Africa? Because, you know, but the further we go north, the bigger this problem actually becomes mm, mm. well uh, when we have uh, obviously we have uh, this problem it's a very very big problem as we say uh, of uh, hydration and as uh, Leonie said it we sit with the client and we try to explain how the skin function and how is diet and what is uh, what do they eat and we try to find out uh, the best plan uh, which is going to be for them value for money hmm. it's very very important and not to impose uh, to them so much product that they are they are lost because there's so much in the industry and also product that doesn't fit in with their schedules absolutely their schedule because mm-hmm. that's so important you absolutely know, if you come to me and say i've got a 33 step morning routine mm. for my skin mm. ain't mm. gonna happen Mm-mm. it might happen for three days and then i'm going to skip a day and then oh i'll do it next week you, you in know. 33 steps i've created my <laughs> own skincare <laughs> so i talked to them about for me uh i've have uh, with the experience we are having i uh, food is very important what they eat and yeah. how they consume their food and what is their daily routine in the morning and how we can adapt that to uh, have their skin um, get better because I tell them that you know you have to be number one you have to be patient because your your skin takes 30 days as you grow older it takes also a long time to uh, renew itself and right. so on so uh, in terms of uh, exercise what you do and we try not to impose to them a lot of things but at least we bring awareness so the most important things is we tell them that you know you have to make some changes and we are going to be with you and help you to do that so uh, what uh, we do is first of all we have discovered that you have to work from inside out Mm. not the other way around Mm. so what you take in is what shows on your skin so in terms of vitamins in terms of um, uh, which product we are using because we have noticed in our darker skin uh, especially women and uh, in uh, Central Africa, I would say even men, uh, there's a lot of product which uh, they use which changes the way the sun uh, behave on the skin right. and it becomes more dangerous. So we try to bring um, awareness. You, you referring to hy- specifically to hydroquinone and corticosteroids? Yes. Yeah. So that is a bigger problem. The biggest problem we are having in Africa So the discoloration of the skin uh, Is creating a lot of uh, dramatic problems In terms of, you know uh, The skin is dull The skin is thinning The skin is uh, just completely out of, you know 
balance uh, completely balance. absolutely and incredibly unhealthy what we yeah. what we tend to forget is that the skin is really the, the, the biggest organ yes. in the body yes. it's also one of the most complicated organs in the body it has such a huge role to play not only in functioning but in immune system and the moment that you compromise that immune system you compromise the immune system of a whole body mm. it's um it's actually distressing that um, there's such a dichotomy between white um, and, or shall I call it, European and African skin types. Mm. Um, that Europeans always want to be darker. Yes. You know what? We, we lie in the sun with everything that just make, makes us look as tanned. A and as a teenager. You used God, to, what used to have lie we done? Cooking oil or brake fluid. Or cream. Okay, break, I didn't <laughs> like the smell. I didn't like the smell of, of, of brake fluid. But but cooking, we'd rub ourselves with cooking. I, I mean, I'm Easy. horrified. Mm. I, people laugh when I say to them that when I was still at school, mm. I would used to sit outside on two chairs with a mirror under my legs. Yes. Yes, so that you tan the back of your legs, yeah. or under your chin, so that so that the chin. I've, oh, some, no. Suddenly, I'm thinking about something about Mary. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, but that is it. And it, what what we see with Indian skin type and African skin type is all these people try and lighten the skin. Mm. Now, hydroquinone is a product that was available for many, many years. Mm. It's phenomenal for depigmenting. Unfortunately... Is this, in layman's terms, is this the skin whitener? It's the skin whitener. Okay. Unfortunately, hydroquinone is highly toxic. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. And there's a reason why it's banned worldwide. It's Mm. a banned substance because it's toxic. You know, just think about what they've done to paint. They've banned lead in paint because Mm. it's toxic. Mm. Um, You know what? Hydrocodone is toxic to the skin. Well, Mm. not only toxic to the skin, it's toxic to organs. Um, And you know what? You put it on your skin, and Lee, we've seen these on various occasions where women develop chemical burns. Ooh. Full depth chemical burns that they have white, pink, red, black, sloughing skin. And that's just in the face. And they put this all over their body. Gosh, I mean, I, I mean, it is scary, and there's a huge reason why why all of those have been banned. I, I think they were banned relatively recently in South Africa. No, it's been. Look, it's not a banned product in South Africa. Oh, it's not freely available. Mm. Um, and I'm going to sneeze. So. I'm talking. I'm talking about. I'm talking about commercial. Um, you know, commercial. Products where you could walk into your local clicks or something and, and buy a, a skin lightener. Yeah, you would never be able to get that over the counter. It is scripted. Um, it is scripted. Yes. We, we use it. And I'm sure, I'm sure there, I, I was just going to say, I'm sure there's therapeutic uh, uses for it, but, but just as, a, as, a, a, as I say, over mm. the counter, mm. surely not. I want to add that uh, maybe for South Africa, you can't get it uh, over the counter just like that. There are so many products when they tell you that it's just 2% hydroquinone. Mm. But this, you build up mm. that 2% in your body. We have clients who have been using those products for 20 years. Mm. And when you look at them 
and then you 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 are horrified. Mm. But it's, they say it's two percent is still legal. So so it's like, it's, it's it's like heavy metals in the bo- in the body. Oh, they, they build and build and build and, build. and some you are in added mercury. Yeah, some of them because it's, it's oh, yes. They add it with a hydroquinone. Yes, a hydroquinone. Mercury and then what they add to that is a corticosteroid. Yes. So I need to talk to their marketing department because quite frankly what you need to or sales department, you can't kill off your you can't kill off your customers. You've got to keep them exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's, it's so. actually horrific. Cortisone in itself thins the skin. Mm. Yes. And you know what we've done so many studies um, and here the dermatologist would be able to to immediately say yay or nay. But one application of a corticosteroid on your face thins the skin in your face. Leonie, you, mm-hmm. you, you nod your head. One application. Now, we're not talking about Advantin um, and, and Persevate and your, your strong corticosteroid creams. We're talking about your over-the-counter Mylocort, Dilocort, right. those kind of creams. Yeah. They thin the skin immediately. Now, a cortisone is a phenomenal product. It's actually something that should be reserved as a rescue product. In dermatology, unfortunately, you know what, um, and I go back oh, too many years, um, when, when I was still at Varsity and we were doing dermatology and our dermatology professor was from Polish um, origin, um, he said, oh, you always go for the cortisone. Um, because if you go for cortisone, it's going to have an effect. Right. Mm. There's very few incidences where cortisone cream on the skin would make something worse. Um, you know, but viral infections, yes. Mm. But very few cases is that a cortisone wouldn't work. Why? Because it suppresses the immune system. And that's yeah, exactly that what we do. The moment we put a cortisone onto the screen, uh, on, uh, onto, the uh, onto the skin, we suppress the immune system in the skin, which is also responsible for the systemic immune system. Sure. So um, now it it's it really is a, a, a big problem. But we're talking about rejuvenation. So you know, let's just circle back a little bit. Yes, and also with the going back to the hydroquinone, it's termed as a wolf in sheep's skin, literally, right. because it does the job. Yes, but they want to. Carry on, like if I yes, yes, and um, we never keep or we never recommend that long term. So there's one thing that's a little bit of a saving grace. Uh, Hydroquinone is a very unstable molecule, Mm. so it loses effectivity within 30 days, Um, and 30 days. That's if, if you keep it at a low temperature. So right. if you keep mm-hmm. it in the fridge. So we, we usually stabilize, um, hydroquinone with vitamin C and something else. Um, it is available and we use it quite often on very, very small areas, uh, where we actually let our patients apply it with it, um, either a toothpick or an earbud. On specific areas, and it has a beautiful role to play, but not systemically. Right. Mm. So, skin rejuvenation. We're talking still about hydration. The easiest way to hydrate your skin is to increase the electrolytes within cells. Yes. And we have a a couple of products that that can do that. Um, 
uh, we're not here to do advertising, but mm. we, we're going to, I'm going to mention this. We have a phenomenal product, and the ladies have been using it extensively both in Africa, Lee, mm-hmm. and Leonie, we use it, we, we go through so much of it in our practice because everyone goes in it. Chris, I think you've seen it in the practice. It's called Noon. Oh, yes, I have seen it, yeah. Mm. NWN, it's an effervescent. And what it does is it increases the amount of electrolytes, not the the uh, osmolality or osmolarity of, but just the amount of electrolytes that we have in cells. Mm. That then allows us to pull more water into the cells. So it plumps the, the cells. So your cells are nice and full and less dehydrated. And then, you know what, we, we see that the communication between the cells. Think about it as um, little islands that's on a lake bed. Mm. And, you know, what, the islands are not separated by sand, but they're separated by lava. Mm. And, you know what, if you bring water back in and the islands swell out, they come closer to one another. Mm. So you, the communication between these islands are easier and Mm. You know, and that's what we do with um, hydrating the inside of a cell. Right. Is it right. becomes easier to communicate with a cell next door, um, and then we start adding hyaluronic acid. And hyaluronic mm. acid, um, we can add it in the form of collagen, oral collagens. And here there's a little bit of a pitfall because not all oral collagens are equal. Um, you know, but there's various ones on the market. Some of them are very expensive. We're looking at over a thousand rand a bottle. Mm. Sure. Um, and some of them are f- relatively cheap. But you know what? It's everything that we consume orally is always a difficult thing because we don't know how much of it we absorb. And then we move on and we, we get to our IV therapies where we can help with hydration in the skin. And you know what, they, if you put the electrolytes in, and we've spoken about this with Dr. Mel Lamprecht um, extensively, you know what, communication, cell communication, immune systems, et cetera, et cetera, get better. Um, so let's move on from the hydration. What do we do next, ladies? All right. So when we look at rejuvenation, what's meant is to make new, to renew the skin. And um, when we say renew, that word can it can be so broad because renew, renew lines and wrinkles, renew acne scars, renew pigmentation, etc. So. Stemming back to what the problem is, what we need to fix, we always have a port of call. We always go towards what is good for that specific skin concern. So um, rejuvenation is definitely one of the the main things why we have clients that comes to see us because they want to fix things from your microneedling treatments which is also termed as a collagen induction therapy we um me as a myself as a somatologist works at a certain depth the the doctors works deeper and um you literally you causing a controlled injury on that skin teaching it to heal again plumping out Fixing up that collagen and elastin in those specific areas. Skin peeling as well. The 
regeneration, getting rid of the dead skin cells, renewal, where your cell turnover is increased. And you've got to balance it out with what you do in clinic and what they do as home care. And you see your clients once a month. Um, yes. They need to follow suit with um, It's I always say Your 70% comes from you as a client yes. I'll do you everything me, Always always. Um, I do what I can And everything in my power In the practice mm. It's my domain I've got everything at my excess Where I can fix up as much as I can But you have to work We need to work in synergy with each other um, You come back And we see where we're at It's no um, I can't say to you Okay within a month Time. I'm going to schedule you for X, Y, and Z. You come back. You've been through so much in that month. Stress, um, trauma, etc. Exactly. And then we have to maybe just nudge the treatment a little bit, but our focus would still come back to rejuvenate, renew, fix that mm. problem. Mm. Lee, if we, if we think about rejuvenating skin, I, I have one treatment in mind. Um, you know, it, it's probably one of the first treatments that you were trained on when you trained with us here in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's microneedling. Mm-hmm. Do you want to, Liani, you agree with that one? Why is microneedling such a brilliant rejuvenating treatment? Well, uh, what is microneedling? Let's start there. As uh, Leonie said, it's uh, you are creating in doing microneedling. Uh, you, we are creating um, a, we always say an injury, but a mild injury that uh, we are going to allow the product to get more deeper into the skin and do its job. So uh, it is uh, for me one of uh, the brilliant uh, kind of treatment which we can do in terms of uh, skin uh, rejuvenating. And uh, as Leonie said, that uh, we do that once a month because it's got a cost. I always say to my client, please get uh, on on getting the right home care treatment. Because once you have that And then you come to see us Maybe once a month And then we work together We work We work the talk And we do this treatment And we are going to be able to see A drastic change in working together So the macro needling is um, uh, That treatment which is going to allow Any product you are going to put on your skin To work better and faster May I interject interject there? In doing that, you know what, um, what Lee says is 100% correct, but that causes dangers as well. Mm. Um, And Lee, what would those dangers be? Now, you have to, uh, once you you have uh, your macro needling done, you have to understand that the product, any product you are going to use on your skin is going to work 80 times more deeper into your skin. So the, cho- the, the choice of the product you are using, it's very, very, very yeah. important. Yeah. That's why you have to Absolutely. refer to your therapist and find out which type of product you are using. And we have noticed that people, when they go to sh- shopping for their skincare product, they don't read. They're just well, buying. I, I don't mm-hmm. actually think it's that they don't read. It's that they don't understand. They don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know what? Which every single product contains preservatives. Mm-hmm. And that for us is a very big problem mm-hmm. because most preservatives, just think about it, most preservatives um, would create um, sure 
Yes. In your skin. <laughs> you know, but after the next apocalypse, we'll exhume her and she'll still just be as gorgeous and flawless as she is. I mean, I because think her she skin looks is better now than when she did at 20. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. You should see her. You should see her mother at the age of 93. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, but you know what? Uh, we have to be very very careful. Colorants, mm. fragrances, mm. Absolutely. In, uh, they all toxic components, which doesn't uh, penetrate through the skin barrier. But the moment that you compromise that barrier, and that's what Lee said, we create a mechanical injury. Yes. That injury heals through the formation of collagen. But if you needle a product in, if you, if you put a product on top of the skin just after you've needled it, you know, but those Substance that you don't want in the skin penetrates into the skin, yeah, and yeah. you're screwed. You know, so it's very difficult. Lee, you you know my philosophy around needling. Um, mm. I think it's one of the most brilliant, brilliant treatments that we can do, from a specific reason, and you know what? That reason is because it's fairly safe. Yes, with needling. We do not ha- add heat or light. Right. Mm. And it's the heat or light or a chemical that creates inflammation in the skin, which leads to hyperpigmentation, scarring, burns, etc., etc. It's fairly safe. And therefore, I let my patients do it because whether we do it in South Africa or whether you do it in Kenya or whether you do it in Papua New Guinea, you know what? The mechanical injury still has to heal. Mm -hmm. Um, Microneedling treats everything. Lee has very successfully treated active acne Mm. with this. Active acne. Mm. Um, Why? Because the acne bacteria in the skin do not like oxygen. They're anaerobes. So you open this. The moment that we open that, you know what, you immediately kill those those, uh, anaerobic bacteria. Right. And within 24 hours, the skin has improved uh, by 50, 60, 80%. so the problem with microneedling is that it creates inflammation. Mm-hmm. So, um, and both ladies again are shaking their heads. The, the problem with inflammation in the skin is if we have the right inflammation, you get a rejuvenating effect. Mm-hmm. We, we yes. form different types of collagen. Yes. The moment that you have the wrong type of inflammation or chronic inflammation, and that's what most of our patients sit with is chronic inflammation. Um, you know what? The moment that you sit with that, you create a different type of collagen, which is scarring. Right. Mm. Okay. So um, let's go carry on, girls. Um, we we touched on some of our treatments, microneedling. Mm-hmm. Um, we touched on products. Lee, um, let's let's start with you for patients in in of of color, especially for our international listeners in Africa, in the states, in Brazil, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What what would your golden rules and recommendations be? Um, for a uh, healthy skin. <laughs> well, uh, how say something? Maybe some won't like it. Stop smoking if you're a smoker. Absolutely. It's very, very oh, important. Number one. <laughs> number one. <laughs> 
And Excuse me while I light up over here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not only smoking, it's vaping as well. Mm. Vaping as oh, well. Vaping's apparently terrible for yes. the skin because it gets clogs it up. Yes. Yeah. So mm. And um, drinking a lot of water, um, wearing your sunscreen, and uh, obviously get to the right practitioner to advise you better on what they don't and they do and they don't on your skin. So you have to really to um, 70% of um, your uh, skin health, it is your responsibility. The therapists you do or the stomatologists will do the 30%. So we spend, uh, try to spend time to understand how your skin function and what you can do to improve that. So dehydration, Hydrate your skin, use the correct product, uh, which doesn't contain any kind of skin lightening. I'm not saying skin brightening because it's very different. Yes. So yes. those skin are the things. Skin brightening, Lee, uh, Leonie, vitamin mm-hmm. C. Definitely. Yes. Um, versus, that's a skin brightener. Mm. It's vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Um, something like um, salicylic acid will be a bit of a skin brightener because it takes, takes away off the dead skin, dead skin mm-hmm. cells. Be very Absorbs careful. That excess oil as well. Mm-hmm. So, but skin lightness would be your hydroquinones, your hydrocortisones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Etc. Etc. And do you? Uh, I think as a macro needling is a very good uh, uh, treatment because it's going to tighten your pores as well. So uh, be, for people who have uh, enlarged pores, so you create that kind of very nice defined skin again. Mm-hmm. It's it's very rejuvenating as well. So those are the kind of advice I will give to uh, you know my international uh, listener that uh, you know you say that in French. Bon, euh, je parle pour euh, tous ceux qui m'entendent en français. Je vous embrasse et j'espère que vous avez tout compris. Oui. <laughs> oui. <laughs> Suddenly, we're all in love with me. <laughs> That's not. So, yes, Leonie. Leonie, um, you know what? Uh, South Africa has one of the biggest problems, and we know that uh, over the Indian Ocean, there's a hole in the ozone layer. Um, and that, you know, what, like in Australia, we are exposed to excessive amounts of UV light, mm-hmm. um, which is very detrimental to skin. Um, Chris, one of the shows that we're going to talk about is melanoma with Dr. Yes. Peter Scott one of these mm-hmm. days. Leonie, um, so skin rejuvenation in your, in, in your, um, words, what, what would you advise our patients to do? We start off with your YouTube, your Dr. Googles. Please stay away from that because what you read on there um, doesn't necessarily refer to your skin. And also the years say, oh, my friend used this, so yes. can I get that? There is no two skins that react the same with one product, you know, so you've got to treat it individually. That's why we are here. So please just, I, I wish Wi-Fi doesn't or data doesn't function on YouTube or Google when they enter in how to treat my skin with the rough sugar scrubs and the coffee mixtures with your olive oils, etc. Oh, no. <laughs> what was it? Avo and, and oats. And oh, oats, actually, yes. I have to be honest, that one does work quite well. You know, it's so just cu- cucumber and cold Timmery. tea bags. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, those cucumber cold tea, cold tea bags for your mm. eyes. If I've got a function or a photo shoot, which I do occasionally, I spend a good 20 minutes with the, tan- the tannin of the tea bags on mm. uh, around my mm. eyes because it just does tighten it. It looks amazing. Mm. I smell I smell like like, like a, a, an, a, an old <laughs> <laughs> sort of auntie from the tea. Uh, yeah, but you also look at people expect quick fixes and it's a process. It's a start low, go slow process. Yeah. You can't want to do too much because your skin needs to start at the beginning. We need to find, get directly to the source Try and fix up what the problem is Instead of just apply, apply, apply Your skin gets confused So I always take my approach as start low, go slow Can I, can I just ask you, as, as a client I'm going to come into your lovely new practice At uh, the Tea Health Clinic and the Opperman Clinic And what, what, would, you, what would be the first thing that you, you do to me? Uh, let's have coffee, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Leone, it's work time. Leone, Do you I'm, have gin in the offers? I was just going to say, I know you too well. It's a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, so we would definitely start off with the consultation. Um, if you say to me, Lee, I do not have time. I really don't have time to sit for a consultation. Then, Chris, let's have a look. Let's revert back to your diary and let's schedule a consultation. It's very easy to take your money. Trust you, me, I love it. Come in, give me your money. But um, taking your money now, losing you as a client for but, good. But exactly. That's, that was my point about the assets and stuff. You've got to maintain that relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's something, it's a theme that's coming through recently, Mark, in a lot of what we talk about is we go on journeys. Oh, this absolutely. is not a one stop shop. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Your health and, and, and your, the way you present is a journey. You know what, uh, Chris, we have a philosophy that as a practitioner, the first thing is do no harm. I want to, I want to say to listeners out there, if you walk into a practice, any practice, and they start off by offering you a treatment on day one, mm. run for the hills. Mm. You know what, we do not understand your skin. We don't know how you're going to react. And therefore, you know what? It is irresponsible for us. Leonie made a, a very valid point. And you know what? I know Lee does this as well. Um, I, I always allow my patients at least a day or two to reflect on the knowledge that we imparted on them. Right. And then we take it from there. Mm. Girls, I have been shown um, that we have to wrap up the show. Um, Lee, all the way from Malawi, um, thank you very much. Your knowledge is unsurpassed when it comes to African skin um, oh, in, in the environment. Leonie, it's wonderful to have you in the studio with us. You'll be here with us quite often. Yes. Um, there's a lot of things that, that you as a therapist will impart to our listeners because it, this is about the listener. It's mm. empowering you out there to make an informed decision. Chris, next week, if I'm not mistaken, we have Prof. Yanni Ferreira um, in, in the um, studio and we're going to talk about cross-linking in the brain so a lot of our, our Ooh, patients exciting. especially younger patients present with symptoms of ADD 
Um, yes. And actually, it's because the two halves of the brain do not communicate properly. Mm. And that results in, uh, you know, at certain types of vision disturbances. And, you know, I had that recently um, and I experienced that and it's incredibly disconcerting. And um, Prof. Yanni Ferreira is going to come and tell us more about that and how to identify this, especially in our children. But I mean, that's, that's fantastic. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's a huge thing. Lee, Leonie, thank you so much. It was hugely exciting. Leonie, I can't wait to pop into the new clinic. Awesome stuff. Thanks, Chris. By the way, just people, she has the most wonderful bedside manner. Oh, bless. I I come out (laughs) feeling so calm and wonderful, so I can't wait to see you in your new environment. And Mark, we'll see you next week. Yes. Have a good week, everyone. Thank you for having me. Cheers, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This has been the Tea Health Show with Dr. Mark and Chris Haven Smith, sponsored by the Tea Clinic. For more information, contact admin at theteaclinic.com.